Are we living lives that provoke questions? True Christian witness is a very odd thing, isn't it? Holiness inevitably causes a stir. It makes people curious, perhaps angry, maybe a little bit annoyed. And we know holiness when we see it, don't we? In a word, it's almost impossible to remain indifferent in the presence of someone who is truly on fire with the love of God. Nobody is apathetic towards a saint. They either love them or they martyr them. Jesus is the model and the source of this question-provoking holiness. Our gospel passage today happens to come shortly after the cleansing of the temple event, an event which certainly raised some questions in Jesus' day. And rightfully so. Simply put, Jesus' actions demand an explanation. The way he spoke, the way he served, the way that he loved, and now the way that he, he made a whip out of cords and drove people out of the temple. All of this bewildering behavior required answers. I think we need to take note of this. Jesus lived in such a radical way that he created space for good questions to be asked. The really necessary questions about life. Questions that, that open people up to the life of God's grace. Now enter the Sadducees, who bring Jesus this question about the resurrection of the dead. And regardless of, of whatever motives they had, good or bad, at least they were willing to ask Jesus a question. Even if they might have been trying to trick him or trap him or expose him to be a fake, their question provided the opportunity for them to have a conversation with God. It has been said, nothing is so incredible as an answer to an unasked question. Christianity is the answer to the questions that are in each and every human heart. But if the question is no longer being asked, then it's no wonder that our faith seems so irrelevant to so many people. If people aren't asking those fundamental questions, then it's no wonder that Christianity seems so unbelievable. No wonder so many people in our lives that we meet each and every day seem so indifferent to the God who is closer to them than they are to themselves. So I ask again, are we living lives that provoke questions? Are we so on fire with Christ's love that people feel the need to ask, what is up with those people? Would the Sadducees of our day even bother to ask us our opinion on something that matters to them? Or have we done such a good job of blending into the cultural background? Have we succeeded finally in becoming perfectly tolerable? Are we no longer different enough to spark those deeper questions that lead to real conversation, to real conversion?
Have we forfeited that wild and bewildering witness of Jesus Christ that absolutely demands explanation? In the breaking of the bread this afternoon, may we grow more and more convinced that Jesus is the answer to the human heart's question. He is the resurrection and the life. In conclusion, I'd like to end with some words that are taken from a book called Insinu Yezu. Uh, Perhaps you've heard it, but it's a a book that includes a series of conversations between a Benedictine monk and the Lord. And I was praying with this this morning, and it jumped out at me because it was exactly what I was about to preach on. So here's a conversation from the perspective of Jesus to this monk. Ask me whatever questions you feel are necessary and seek my gentle guidance in all things. Never refrain from conversation with me. Every conversation includes both questions and answers. Speak to me confidently and without fear of being misunderstood or judged. I know your inmost thoughts and the questions you bring to me in the sacrament of my love. Nonetheless, I desire to hold conversation with you because I have chosen you to be my friend and to abide in love close to my heart.